you and your sons will die. Right after King Saul left the witch of Endor, he went to battle against the Philistines. And as he went to battle, the battle was fierce. The Philistines didn't hold back. Their chariots ran after the host of Israel and the host of Israel were defeated amongst them. They were slain with the sword. They heard the cries of the men of Israel all around. The arrows hit Saul. Jonathan, Saul's son, Abinadab and others were slain with the sword and the arrows kept eating Saul. Saul was greatly injured. And finally, upon Mount Gilboa, Saul told this armor bearer, Fall upon me, kill me yourself, so that these uncircumcised Philistines do not come and abuse me and, and do all sorts of things to me. And this armor bearer was afraid and said, I would not do it, my lord. And Saul took the sword himself and thrust himself and killed himself, shedding his own blood lest the Philistines should do so. Then Isamubera did the same thing and that was the end of Saul, his sons and all the men that he took to war. That was the great victory for the Philistines. That was the bitter loss for the Israelites. But it was also a victory for the Lord and for David. Welcome to Loving the Scripture. So this is where we study our Bible and learn from it every day. We share exciting, inspiring, correctional, everything, the whole spectrum of God's word. And I'm happy to have you here with us. My name is Joshua Lunlade and let's get right on to the study. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we say thank you for bringing us to this place today. We are grateful and we are thankful. We ask that your name will be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, we say thank you because your word says that you have called us by name. Each and every one of us, you have called us by name. Lord, we are thankful. We are grateful. We ask that your name will be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, if there is any sin that will end our prayers, we ask that you would please forgive us in the name of Jesus. Please wash us clean with your blood in Jesus' name. We ask that you would teach us from your word today. Help us not to make the mistakes of those that have come before us. Help us to live just as you would like us to live. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. So today we are learning from the book of 1st Samuel chapter 31 that's the last book of the that's the last chapter of the book of first samuel we're learning from first samuel chapter 31 and the text that we're focusing on today is from verse 1 to 6 and just like our usual agreement you have to read it first samuel chapter 31 from verse 1 to 6 now i'll be doing a quick summary a retelling of the story and then drawing out lessons from that text 
today we witness a war against Saul like we have never seen. Saul was just coming from the witch of Endor. Remember the witch of Endor that saw Samuel and that saw something that represented Samuel and said to Saul that he was going to lose the battle. Now Saul came to this same battle and his heart was already afraid. He came and the Philistines attacked Israel and the men of Israel they fled before the Philistines. Many of them were slaughtered on those slopes on that mountain of Gilboa and the Philistines did not stop. They closed in, they continued to close in on Saul and his sons until they killed three of his sons, Jonathan, Abinadab and Makishua. The fighting went on and on and on and they wounded Saul by arrows. Then when Saul saw that there was no hope for him again, he told his armor bearer, follow me yourself, which meant that just kill me yourself because he didn't want the Philistines to, to take him alive. Because if they did take him alive, only God knows what they would have done to him. But his armor bearer was afraid. I'm guessing his armor bearer also was afraid, just like how David was afraid of taking the life of the anointed of God. And his armor bearer was afraid and said, no, 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 I would not. So Saul took his own sword and killed himself. When his armor bearer realized that Saul had killed himself, he also killed himself too. So Saul, three of his sons and his armor bearer, and all his troops died on that same day. It is such a bitter loss today. It is such a bitter victory today. However, there is a lesson that must be learned here. And even though our episode today may not be long, it is packed. You see, as I was meditating on this text again today, Saul was a great man. Indeed, he was. He was a king of Israel. Yes, he was. However, great men can fall. The Bible has given us story and story again to illustrate this fact that great men can fall. The Bible says that let those who think or let he who thinks he stands take heed lest he falls. So the Bible is not ignorant of the fact that great men can fall. But in the case of Saul, the Bible gives us three locations where this great man had been that really had a direct relationship with his fall. Number one, great men usually go to Amalek before they fall. Let me explain. Amalek was the place where Saul disobeyed God. So usually great men have a place where they disobey God outrightly. And then it doesn't stop there because there were many great men that have disobeyed God. In fact, almost all great men disobey God at some point or the other. But what makes the difference is repentance. The great men that stand and survive usually repent. But the great men that do not stand and survive usually 
may even be repentant, but they are not repentant of the acts that they did. They are repentant because they got caught. You know, there's a difference between sorry I did this act and sorry I got caught. So number one, usually great men that fall go to Amalek and they disobey God. Number two, great men that fall usually go to Nob. If you remember very well in our first episode of this season, if you've not listened, you can go and listen. Or if you have listened and you'd like to remember, you can go back and listen again. In our first episode of this season, Saul was at Nob. And that was where he killed the priest of God. He killed Ahimelech and every other priest at Nob. Now, why are we highlighting this? Great men usually that fall go to Nob and they slay the priest of God. What it means for us is that great men usually would push away everybody in their lives and every anchor point in their lives that anchors them to God. So it could be, I'm not going to this church anymore or I don't want to see this friend who is always reminding me of Jesus anymore. Or, I don't know why this friend is behaving like an holier-than-thou person, always telling me that this and this. Don't judge me. You know, sometimes I have realized that that statement, don't judge me, is the alibi of people who don't want to grow. So, the second point is that great men that fall usually visit Nob and kill the priest of God. And remember, it's not by taking the sword in our age and time. But even by little things like pushing away your friends, family, and people that can connect you back to God, that can act as a covering over your life and all of that. And number three, when all hope seems lost, great men that fall usually visit Endor. They visit a place where they're not supposed to go. They go to seek counsel from where there is none. They go to seek direction from where they can't get it. So they start to visit friends and people who would not give them the counsel of God. So usually great men that fall visit Endor. And at Endor, they get counsel that will lead them to Mount Gilboa. Mount Gilboa was the place where Saul died. Oh, what a sad death. However, Saul was a great man that fell. Number one, he was at Amalek where he disobeyed God. Number two, he was at Nob where he slayed the priest of God. Number three, he visited the witch at Endor that struck fear into his heart and that led directly to his defeat. This is not all or these are not all the things that Saul must have done but it's three places that I that as I was meditating came to my mind and it's just typical usually great men that fall have a place where they disobey God they have a place where they chase everybody in their lives that represent God away and number three because they can't hear God anymore they now visit people who cannot give them wise counsel and these three things leads to their fall so my question to you today and to me as well today is that 
are you seeing yourself walking around any of these three places or do you have a friend or a family member that is walking around any of these three places i would like to request something from you today i would like you to pray not just for yourself but also for that family member for that friend that is walking around the premises of amalek of nob of endor let us pray dear father we are grateful for your love and kindness we say thank you because you alone have made us lord we ask that you would give us strength O oh lord we ask that you would not allow us to fall just like our soul did today we ask that you keep us from disobeying you that you keep us from pursuing the people that represent you away from our life that you would keep us from visiting the devil from visiting people who have no wise counsel for us you keep us from going to them in jesus name lord please help us as we meditating more on this text please give us the understanding and wisdom that we need in jesus name we have prayed amen i'm sure you have been blessed by what we shared together in today's episode please i want you to do two things for me number one meditate on this word please my people will say i beg meditate on this word so that you can actually be changed and transformed number two please share it with somebody thank you so what are the two things meditate on the word of god and please share this word with somebody god bless you stay blessed love you